The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Hello, Charles. We've been away for a little while and um, we, we should, should address we, that. Yeah, we should have mentioned that we were going to struggle. Well, we, were, we didn't know. We were very know. busy and yeah. it, we just kept getting a bit too busy. And it's actually amazing we managed to put this thing out as regularly as we have in 2023. Well yeah. done us, to be honest. And also, thank you to everyone who emailed and contacted us inquiring as to where we were and whether we'd given up or something. <laughs> Absolutely. No, we haven't given up at all. We're still here. No, no. We just got busy. Yeah. And part of the reason that we got busy was that you yes. were putting together some very important awards. That's right. And I can announce them here today, which is the 28th Annual Defo Awards for fuck-ups in defamation litigation have been announced, thanks to our live show, which is now over, and we can actually discuss them here today. Yes, the embargo's breached uh, because they did it every single night of their tour around the country. So, yeah, yeah, the defos have been handed out. We can run you through them. And I would also like, Charles, in this episode, to defame defamation. Yes. Because I think defamation is stupid. Yes. It's hopeless. Yes. And it knows what it did. Although, I would say defamation is quite fun when targeted at Alan Jones. Oh, yes. Sorry. Defamation is wonderful as a yeah. source of content. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is highly entertaining. In fact, I teach a method of how to write for the chaser, right? Like, do you? You know, yeah, I, I have worked it into a sort of the 13 filters of chaser-style comedy, right? And one of them is be defamatory as, as, a, as a writing style. But that is a theme in, in chaser content. It's both a theme and a piece of evidence to be used in future <laughs> defamation suits. Why is defamation stupid and who won the defo? for 2023 you'll have to find out after this one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com So these are prestigious awards, Charles. How yes. many years have these really been handed out? Uh, this is the first year. The first year, but yeah. it won't be the last year because there's been a trend, Charles. Yeah. There's been a trend that people who've embarked on defamation suits have tended to be the main victims of the process. Yes. Well, this is the this is the insight. I mean, I, I must admit, th- this idea to do the Defo Awards is James Schleffel's idea, my co-host in the War in 2023. But the insight is basically that, well, it, I mean, the actual whole thing, the the name of the thing is recognising the very best fuck-ups in defamation litigation from people who boldly set out to sue their accusers and mm. monumentally fuck it up. Because right? it's important to remember, Charles, and people are going to be shocked to hear this, but I, I, I mean, I, as a law graduate, I'm, I'm in a position to set this out. Mm. Okay? This will shock you probably too. Mm. Defamation is meant to be mm. a means of restoring your reputation from damage. So you wouldn't know that. If, no. Yeah, if, if you'd only lived for the last, say, 10 years in Australia, yeah. you would assume that what happens is, you know, you do something awful and then you launch a defamation suit in order to sort of make your name as widely known as awful yes. as possible. So basically yeah. to make sure everyone knows. Yeah. And also, crucially, mm. to go to court and have the facts of the awful things yes. that you may have done yes. proven in court. And so, for instance, Ben Robert Smith, who we'll, well get to, yes. there's just some breaking news about him, which is that Kerry Stokes has just agreed to pay all of the City Morning Herald and the Ages costs in 
in that defamation suit. Mm. So it's affected his reputation and his mm. bank balance as well. And let's not forget, and this is one of our biggest episodes of the year as we look back, mm. um, the day when it became perfectly legal to say that Ben Robert Smith was a war criminal because a court yes. had found that he likely that was. He, yes, that, that's right. And that he was a killer. He was a he was something like a cold-blooded killer. Or something. All of that sort of thing. <laughs> and before, we might have risked yeah. being sued before that, but then the court said, no, no, no. no, no. We've looked at the we're facts just, in exhaustive detail. We were just quoting from the facts. We're in a position yeah. to say on the balance yeah. of probabilities, yeah, mm. this guy kicks people off cliffs. Well, that is why this year uh, the Hague Award for Services to Future War Crimes Hearings uh, was won by Ben Robert Smith. Well, it's nice that he's won something because he certainly didn't mm. win the lawsuit. And and the point uh, made uh, by Mark Humphreys, because he did all the sort of descriptions of the awards. Uh, oh, he did a beautiful voiceover, didn't yeah. he? A fabulous voiceover. Well done, Mark. But the point is that over the past two years, Ben has worked tirelessly and selflessly to provide incriminating evidence, facilitate witness statements and bring to light new material, all of which can be now used in support of a war crimes trial against him. Oh, look, that, it's extraordinary. Lachlan, can you put in a round of applause here? Because yes. what, what, that point is so true. All those witnesses hadn't been rounded up mm. before no. they were all rounded up for this legal yeah. process. And so if there is a war crimes trial, and I believe that one's being looked at very seriously, yes. then all the testimony will be right there, ready to go. <laughs> yes. uh, all thanks, the anonymous people. Thanks to Ben Robert Smith. But thanks to Ben Robert Smith's <laughs> attempt to clear his reputation. Yes. So, yes, look, a, a worthy winner of, of the defo there. That was yeah. um, possibly the biggest. I mean, it's so hard to know which is the biggest of the year. Oh, but no, no. There's been a lot of fuck-ups, Dom. Let's not. I let's mean, not. Let's not. Uh, yeah. Is it the golden defo? Is that what it's called? No, the golden junction, the golden junction. Is, the, is the final one. Let's not give out the golden junction just yet. No, True. but why don't we get to the next one, which is the best fuck-up by a supporting actor trying to impress his daddy. Oh, right. a supporting actor. Oh. Yes. I went to the war in 2023. I had a very good night. <laughs> mm. This. I see. I would have forgotten about this, Charles. Yeah. If I was just thinking of the big defo suits of 2023, mm. you guys did your research. This was a little gem, wasn't it? Yeah, this is Lachlan Murdoch, uh, who in this captivating performance, we see the younger Murdoch trying to impress his daddy by suing a small independent Australian newsletter, i.e. Crikey. Mm. Remember that? Hey, I do. I do. Yeah. I presume you mean do I remember Crikey exists? Barely. <laughs> barely. But I do. And this is the whole thing, Charles. When you're Lachlan Murdoch, mm. a billionaire, yeah. chair of News Corp, one of the most powerful men in the world, you should be able to crush a tiny email newsletter well, I think like an ant. De rigueur. De rigueur. That's just part of you know what, what comes with being a billionaire. You shouldn't even yeah. need to try. And yet, it's not often that you see the law sticking up for the little, the little email newsletter, but yes, you ended up abandoning the whole thing mm. and I believe paying uh, most of the cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah not the, all cost the cost for, for crikey. And, I mean, what a stunning achievement. It should be noted, Charles, mm. Lachlan Murdoch very much believes in free speech. He doesn't, you know, as mm. a newspaper proprietor yeah. in his other job, he doesn't want to see defamation suits flying around nearly, nearly, willy-nilly. Maybe he remembered that belatedly. <laughs> Charles, what do you think? I think that the irony is that in trying to impress his daddy psychologically, he completely disappointed his daddy because one of his daddy's whole modus operandi is to never sue for anything because he knows what a fucking minefield they well, are. This is the strangest thing about this um, situation is that it does prove the general point because mm. it, it was a general statement uh, in a Bernard Keane article about yes. how Murdoch's were, I think, um, unindicted co-conspirators was the term. Of the, of the January 6th Of the January 6th coup. coup. And this sort of a throwaway line went out to a couple of thousand subscribers 
subscribers barely existed in the world, right? It was, yes. It was just in people's inboxes. And I'm a crikey subscriber of many years, standing. Don't tend to read it. Mm. As a rule, I'm not nah. that I don't like it. Nah. It's just that, it, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, I think I read that one. I went, oh, yeah, it's a bit spicy. Yeah. Good stuff. Then by suing, Lachlan Murdoch got millions upon millions of people mm. to consider, because it was reported in the New York Times and everywhere else, yeah. is this man an unindicted? He wasn't even named. It was just like mm. the Murdochs. Is he an unindicted co-conspirator? Co- co- mm. And then when the depin- when the Dominion voting machines lawsuit came up and mm. it was heard in court that, yeah, Fox News was absolutely involved in that whole process of lying about the voting machines. Mm. Yeah. Pretty much seemed like an unindicted co-conspirator. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, I think we probably can say that. I don't think Lachlan's going to sue again for that claim. Wouldn't it be ironic if you did? No, I can't make it as Lachlan. That's fine. We're the one media target pissier than Crikey. So, yeah, go beat up a podcast, buddy. The next one is best victory speech during a defamation defeat. Oh, yeah. See, I would have forgotten this one too. This is a genuine, these awards are a genuine public service, Charles. And that was, of course, the teary Christian Porter who, uh, you know, as Mark said uh, during the show, most people are forced to withdraw from a defamation suit said as a defeat, but not Porter. In a memorable performance, Porter subverts expectations, claiming victory before labelling the ABC's decision not to pay him damages, a humiliating backdown by the ABC. I remember that speech. I remember where I was when I watched that speech. And there was this wonderful cognitive dissonance that just emerged as you're watching it. He seemed very upset when he, he, he was sort of on the verge of tears, mm. claiming a total victory mm. against the ABC, which none of the facts seemed to support. But Charles, it's nice that he felt it was a victory, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? And I think there's a running theme here. I mean, one of them is that they're all middle-aged white men. Yes, right? indeed. I mean, Bruce Lemon not quite middle-aged yet, but yeah, we'll get to him as but well. But he, he will become a middle-aged white man. <laughs> Actually, um, you know what? I think he's prematurely yeah, middle-aged. Yeah, if a, he wasn't before, he yeah. would be now with all But I think the thing is that there's a sort of sense where they start telling themselves their own narrative about the world. Yes. And if you go through life not being accountable to reality in the way that, you know, the privileges of being a white man in society tends to do, it tends to let you just make up your own reality and just keep going. There's a bubble of just moving through with no consequences. Yeah. Then you reach the point where you go, well, I can test this in court. That's fine. I'll I'll win the the lawsuit. Yeah. But you tend to sue other white men and you see one of the white men's going to win, but it might Mm. not be you. And it's worth noting that Christian Porter, and again, the facts of these things are so revealing. Christian Porter was not forced to sue for defamation. Mm. He didn't have to at all. He could have stayed in Parliament. Mm. But the fact that his lawsuit was funded by a trust fund, and we still don't know whose money it was that was used, mm. that was essentially what led to him leaving the Parliament and ending his political career. Yeah, we, we still don't know whether it was Twiggy Forrest or Gina Reinhart who, who funded his lawsuit. Or an extremely exclusive GoFundMe, just all the billionaires yeah, in Australia. That's right. But here's the thing. Again, complete self-immolation. No one asked him to do this. He just went and and vindicated because Charles, he would have been Prime Minister, wouldn't he, without all of this in his own mind? (laughs) In his own mind. In his own mind. And now he's not even in politics Mm. anymore. But you know what, Charles? Um, If the chaser ever falls on hard times Mm. and needs a lawyer who knows what it's like to be in the trenches, I mean, Christian Porter is available. (laughs) I don't feel that we should work with him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, More Defo Awards after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. Okay, the next award is the Free Speech is Sacred Until Someone Teases Me Award. <laughs> and that was clear winner, Peter Dutton. Remember when he sued that unemployed tweeter guy? Shane, oh, what was his name? Shane. I can't even remember the facts this one. Yeah, this was this was a fascinating one. To see the opposition leader suing a fairly obscure media figure yeah. to, to protect his reputation. He sort of moved from... Because Peter Dutton's always been a bit of a free speech is sacred. In fact, I think he actually said free speech is sacred. This is Shane Butsy. Yeah. Yeah, and then he sued this tweeter guy who was unemployed <laughs> for writing a mean tweet about him. Yes, yes, and look, it, it eventually sort of went nowhere, but it did make everyone ponder mm. the notion of it. And the term that was used, um, Dutton sued Batsy in the federal court and the tweet labelled him a rape apologist. Mm. Initially he won $35,000 for compensation. That was overturned on appeal because it didn't um, carry the imputation. I'm just summarising the Guardian here because I've mm. forgotten about all the details. But again, yes. it's fascinating stuff. And again, it completely it made everyone think, oh, Peter Dutton, is yeah. he a rape apologist? What's well, going on? Because it, it, it actually what Shane's point was that he was using it in a very precise term, which is that if you believe in a system that actually creates systemic rape, then, you know, in, in academic discourse that mm. is known as being a rape apologist, you're a, well, in that you're justifying a system that incorporates rape into its functioning, right? Which and is that, possibly that, the most sophisticated argument ever made on Twitter. Yes. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Not generally a place but, for nuance. But it, but I wouldn't have learned about all that sort of discourse around that whole topic area had Peter Dutton not sued Shane Bethy. Because it's not something that you sort of look up. You, Do we have a system that facilitates? Well, there, yeah. there you go. It's well, our defamation system is really good at, at bringing to light um, these ideas that they don't want to come to light. Charles, I was, um, at the start of this episode, I was prepared to defame defamation and say mm. that it's a terrible, appalling system yeah, that but you, needs to go. You're coming around to Well, I'm beginning to see that the results have actually been fairly spectacular, haven't they? Um, I'm sure that hypothetically there are some people who might have their their reputation damaged, Mm. and this may be used to silence free speech. But I must say, the sort of net league of white guys bringing defamation suits throughout the year, I can't think of many who've won. No. Should we just be braver in our publishing? (laughs) It seems like the defamation suit. It's not really favouring the people who... Let's put it this way. I wouldn't want to to be a defamation lawyer and expect to get a lot of work in 2024. No. Because there's a bit of a trend emerging in the courses. Mind you, it doesn't seem to stop people. No, because they're different. They're special. Alan Jones um, got Kate McClymented, you know, just the other day, which brings us to our next award, the Kate McClymented Award, uh, which we actually renamed after the first night of giving out the Kate McClymented Award because that only happened on Thursday. Yes, you were very quick. It was the day of the whole, um, these really disturbing allegations broke of of Alan Jones allegedly abusing his power over employees. Mm. Very, very disturbing and upsetting allegations and he immediately threatened to sue that day. Yes. So you got the Defo Award in yes. hot off the press. And we ended up calling that Defo Award uh, the, oh no, we're going to have to add another award award. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And the idea was that um, even though he hasn't sued yet, we're pretty certain he will sue and by this time next year he will have fucked it up. Okay, right. so he's, yeah. it's like a, it's like a, the Defo's in the mail. Award. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. get to him yet. Yeah, yeah. But mind you, if I'm understanding it right, he may also be part of the in memoriam package next year. So, oh, I see. Yeah, Goodness so. me. <laughs> so this is the this is the amazing thing about this award. I mean, Kate McClymont's been, if I read the, the story correctly, she's been sitting on this thing for many years and been investigating yes. very, very thoroughly. Well, Chris Masters was on the radio on Friday. He, of 
course, wrote the book Jonestown, mm. which ended up being pulped and then republished. But he was saying that he felt that Kate McClymont's work dated back to 2017, that uh, back then a whole lot of stuff came out or was told to journalists at that point. And that essentially she's been doing six years of work. Do we even want to get into this in a comedy podcast? Like, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't, except to say good times ahead for the Defo Awards. Yeah, you're right, Charles. There will be. This mm. is possibly going to be the biggest defamation action of 2024 if Jones does actually sue. Watch yeah. this space. Mind you, he's got a history of not suing. Uh, Chris Masters actually told the anecdote uh, on ABC Radio on Friday of him initially wanting to sue over the allegations about him being in the London toilet. Those are rather notorious allegations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, People always just make little little references to them, don't they? And apparently he rang up somebody to say, I'm going to sue you. And the person went, well, if you sue us, then the details of what happened in that toilet will have to be cu- come out. Do you want that? You know, will that that will be part of, you know, what happens in the trial. And then apparently Alan Jones just hung up and there was no court case. Well, Alan Jones is famously quite a bright man. He's probably aware mm. that suing people for, for defamation tends to involve what we call a discovery process. You know yes. why it's called a discovery process? Because you discover Because shit gets discovered. That's yeah. right. Exactly. So, um, yes, it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. That's nice to give a bit of a preview of War on 2024, mm. Charles. Yes, uh, yes, exactly. Uh, but that brings us to our final award, which is the Gold Injunction. Yes. Now, it's funny because I'm reading the notes from back when we wrote it several months ago, and back then we didn't have, like, it was it was actually a completely different joke about the Gold Injunction went to the person who had successfully kept their name out of the press um, oh. for sexual assault allegations. Well, that one really flipped around, yeah. didn't it? <laughs> and, then, and the whole idea was, and, you know, your prize is um, a hosting gig with Channel 7, right? Like, and that was going to be the sort of gag. But And then the whole point was Mark was going to come on and bundle us off before we actually, you know, broke the, the injunction, right? Mm. Yeah. But instead, Gosh, Charles, who could you have been referring to? Yes, but then the gold injunction got renamed to be uh, the award given to somebody who launches a lawsuit about a sexual assault allegation while simultaneously facing a second sexual assault allegation, right? And the award went to unnamed Toowoomba man, and and we said, you know, we can't actually name him for. For legal reasons. Yes. Uh, but his name rhymes with Bruce Lehman. So. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I must say, it does seem to me, just looking at the papers again today, I'm not clear that that lawsuit and all the associated lawsuits is ever going to end. Like, it seems as though, I think Brittany Higgins's parents are now giving testimony. Hmm. Um, everyone who's ever met them seems to be giving testimony. I don't think this is ever going to end. No. I think that we're stuck with that being the front page news for the rest of, well, certainly our lives, maybe our kids. Absolutely. And, and my heart goes out to anyone. One, really, mm. who's who's been mentioned in this segment so far, who hasn't got a free apartment from Channel 7 for a year. No, exactly. It seems like that's what you can do. Well, do you think maybe Alan Jones is, is negotiating a free apartment from Channel 7 well, right Channel now? Channel 7? Yeah. Oh, look, if it's in the toaster, I'm not sure Gary Stokes will be willing to fund it. <laughs> he's, he's, um, yeah. In terms of the, the person who's wasted the most money on failing uh, lawsuits this year, yeah, you, why 
I think it's $12 million Kerry Stokes is paying just for Ben Robert Smith. At this Why stage. don't we defame somebody? No. What do we have to do to get money out of Kerry Stokes? Uh, win a Victoria Cross in war. Kick a handcuffed man off a cliff. Yeah, and then get a job it? managing yeah. Channel 7 in, in, in WA or something. No, it was in Queensland. In Queensland. Yeah. yeah, managing Channel 7 in Queensland and then basically. So you but need to be a also, war hero. But he also covered Bruce Lehman's rent. That's true. for a tele- So all you need to do is do something and then. Do something uh, absolutely reprehensible and then sue your accuser and then Kerry Stokes rescues you. Well, the reprehensible thing we can all agree on is just subjecting the country to a million lawsuits forever. And regardless of the ordeal that Brittany Higgins says that she suffered in Parliament, which sounded appalling, the ordeal she's suffering now yes, in the papers every day horrific. is just no, awful. Just, so, Charles, it's nice for Bruce Lehman to have something that he's unambiguously won that mm. can't be subjected to appeal. And I don't imagine there'll be more lawsuits over the Golden Junction. No, exactly. Oh, hang on. Wait a second. I was supposed, wasn't supposed to mention his name, was I? <laughs> Our gear is from Rove. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you tomorrow. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.